Hey, Dave. Hey, Chan. Guess what? what? We're officially live with episode 53 of the Almost Daily Show. And the crowd goes crazy. So we got the support team t- tuning in with us, and uh, it didn't have the endless feedback loop, so that's exciting. That's great. It's, uh, it's pretty interesting. Every time we launch it, it goes into this, the first piece of audio that happens, it just continuously goes back and forth. It's like we're in the twilight zone. So growing up, I actually uh, loved the twilight zone, but I don't want to be in it. Yeah, because it's a scary place to be. It's very scary. Yeah, I don't think I like it. So those tuning in, um, there was a Twilight Zone episode back May, late 80s, early 90s with a uh, gargoyle on the plane wing. I've always been trying to find that episode again. I can never find it. So if you guys know what it is, put it in the comments. That'd be nice. You might have to go to like throwbackepisodes.com or something. And watch them all until I see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. So it's yeah, eight. episode 53. I'm actually excited for this one because uh, we get a lot going on with uh, – some brand management right now with, with some franchises. And I think this topic's uh, a good topic for us. Yeah. I think this one's pretty neat because we, we see a lot of people who are only interested in a, a short-term strategy or a short-term flow and don't necessarily focus on the brand management aspect and the awareness aspect because people don't, people are very here and now, and they don't understand that tomorrow is what's important. And if you want tomorrow to work and 12 months to work from now and 24 months to work from now, you have to have someone managing and watching your brand and telling you whether or not what you're doing is a good pathway and talking with you about what you're doing, because it's easy to fall off track if you don't have someone to collaborate with you and to help you and to do this with you. And that's why a lot, most of the big brands and a lot of the franchises and a lot of these people have brand managers to manage where their brand's going. Even the big public personas have brand their personal brands because you can't always see what you're doing because you're inside of it. You need someone outside of it who's planning it, maintaining it for you. Yeah. And, and the mistake that, that's always made is, is people want, uh, like, you got to measure it, right? So I'm um, um, paying for brand awareness and, and brand strategies and, uh, you know, show me where it converted to a client. And that's, that's a huge mistake uh, when you're just looking at your overall brand awareness, uh, you know. You want to make sure that you don't leave your brand in the public's perception of your brand up to the consumers and the end users and the public. You want to control that, right? So you can be anything you want in this new world of social media. So you want to make sure that, that you have a great strategy, a long-term strategy that you're implementing. Uh, and then you can even, you know, if you're working with the right companies or, or you personally get self-trained enough to do it, you can actually see the trends and, and watch the data and see things coming before it happens and make any shifts that are necessary um, before you let the public decide whether or not they like your business or don't like your business or, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's big this month and all of a sudden next month it's not. See that in the restaurant world a lot. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things, like you were saying, that we fall, that we, I guess we falter on quite a bit is saying, hey, show me the numbers, show me how a client's going to convert tomorrow and not understanding that if the public perception isn't built in a good way around your brand and if your brand isn't built in a way to where it's going to be relevant 24 months from now, yeah, you might sell something tomorrow and see a quick client acquisition and have your little cost per click low and all that stuff. But 24 months from now, nobody, still nobody knows who you are or what you're doing and nobody cares about what you're doing because you haven't built that 
culture of caring and you haven't built the persona that you need around your brand for people to actually feel like they connect with it and feel like they want to be part of it. And <clears throat> if all you're worried about is it's usually leads, 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 or how quickly can I convert and how many convert? If that's all you're worried about, that's going to be at a huge detriment to your overall brand perception and your awareness around your brand and what people actually think about it and ultimately making people care about it. Yeah. It, it, I think another thing is what are you spending for marketing? You know, so if, if it's all about that short-term gain, which it usually is with most companies, uh, you know, I know we fight the good fight trying to tell them it's about both, uh, teach them that it's about both. Uh, but you know, maybe your marketing budgets, 500 a month, a thousand a month, five grand, 10 grand, uh, you have to spend it every month forever, right? But the, the, what we know the game is because it's the it's the big business game at this point too. It's the politician game. It's the anybody that's really successful in the in uh, this brand awareness market. They know what they're doing with it. It's build this long term awareness. You don't have to spend as much money on marketing, but if you do, you're usually able to grow your businesses too. You know, most of the people that think short term don't take a a $200,000 annual business and make it five and take a five and make it a million and go from a million to a million five. They don't have that mindset. Uh, they're usually stuck and it's working for them now. And, and um, they put a little bit of money into marketing uh, for leads. They pay a lot for them, you know, but uh, getting out of that mindset and focusing on an overall brand awareness and, and, and making sure that your, your local market uh, or global market are really into what you're doing is uh, it's the foundation. It's the foundation of your, your brand image. Yeah, and you, when you look at the brands who really captivate the people who are paying attention to them and really build that culture of caring around what they're doing, uh, the second they release something or the second they talk about something, it's sold out before it's even sold out. And then people are already asking for the next thing. And so that's what you need to build around your brand versus the people who have built the, the tricking, the strategies where you just try to trick people to come in real quick and do your thing. Those are the ones you have to put a lot. They end up having to put a lot more money into their marketing because they have to like flood what they're doing with people. So that way they can convert people who don't care, hopefully at a lower rate than a brand who focuses on awareness and managing the brand and the perception of the brand. And so it's, it's a two pronged strategy at the same time as well. So you always need a continuous brand awareness and a brand management strategy to make sure that you're in front of the consumer, the consumer likes what you're doing. They're paying attention to what you're doing. You're listening to what they're saying. And you're utilizing that feedback in order to change and evolve and adjust what the brand is doing long term. Then you can start putting your money in or at the same time into advertisements to those same people. And then those people see it and they recognize you from what they've seen before. And they click on it because they want to and because they feel like they're comfortable with you and they trust you versus when someone puts out these blanket advertisements and someone comments like, hey, what's the catch? And if you get a what's the catch comment or why should I care about this or what is this? you have an audience who doesn't care about you, doesn't know what you're doing, and ultimately is going to either, it's probably going to click and not convert. So you're going to get a lot of clicks below conversions. And that's what we need to change in order to build the, the perception around the brand to be kind of a high level perception versus just what is this or why should I care? Yeah, I mean, like I use an example here. It's, it's, you know, you want to make sure that you build... When you're building your, you know, your your sales funnel and, and client lifecycle funnels and all these things, if you do a really good job on the whole brand awareness, uh, and for us it's like the whole relationship marketing thing. If you do a really good job on that, and you don't have to put as much effort on the sales end and all the work and tracking that goes along on that end, 
because you need to drive more numbers at the sales side of things. If you just did a good job with uh, creating that culture of caring, brand awareness, uh, and, and really understanding and, and having a solid game plan long term for that, things are different. And an example is uh, Chandler and I were in Vegas last month. And we're, um, after a long night, uh, we were having a Chicago style pizza. <laughs> On the second floor of this place, it was re- really cool. We were so excited to get the pizza. It was so good. And so good. We couldn't eat that much of it because of the night before. <laughs> but while while Chandler was on his feed, on his social media feed, because uh, we're we're actually a bad date for each other because we're always looking at our cell phones on our social media. And, feed. We like and he said, "Oh, hey, I just I just joined the wine club." And I said, "What wine club?" He's like the Gary V Wine Club. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure. That if we actually called them up and said, hey, share with us your sales plan, your sales force. Do you have people cold calling? How much money did you spend on marketing? Right? Like if we looked at all that, he'd say, yeah, we don't do any of that. All he does is has unbelievable brand awareness, has a great brand marketing strategy. And then because everybody's tuning in and, and wants to be a part of the story, when he says, hey, um, I got a wine club. Here's the link. Everybody buys it. Yeah, it's huge. Right? He didn't have to spend. He didn't have to spend the money and the time on the wrong side of the relationship equation. Yeah, and I think what and when you look at the difference between him and guys like uh, that are just selling like shitty quick courses to everybody, uh, you look. He's ultimately really built that culture of caring, and he really does talk to people about what he's doing. He's always DMing back and forth with people, uh, and he he actually builds the perception that he cares about you and that what he's doing. Is something that he's doing because he wants you to be successful versus someone who's like, I don't, who's another guy who's a big one, like Ty Lopez is always trying to sell some stupid course to people for 50 bucks or $400 or whatever, but it's always something new he's trying to sell. And then you see a lot of people who don't like him because of that. And so those are two examples at the highest level of the culture of caring and the culture of selling. And uh, so we ultimately want to move to the culture of caring because when you do sell something, everybody wants to buy it. Everybody cares about it. Everybody's excited about it versus trying to sell a new course to everybody once a month and trying to be cool and showcase your fancy cars and all that stuff to make people want to live your lifestyle. And that's ultimately, it's not just the culture of selling, it's the culture of lying. And we want to get away from that because people have high level bullshit detectors and they'll, eventually they're going to figure it out and you're going to look like a like a fraud doing it versus when you look at the other side with like Gary V, the dude does like videos in his sweatpants all the time. And he, he doesn't use like a, a stabilizer for his phone, he does his own stuff. And so it's, and that's human. And that's the, and understand that people love him or hate him, right? Like a lot, a lot of people don't like the guy. Um, I know people that don't like him and they, they'll send me stuff saying that, Oh, he's awful. And then, but then they'll post an article and the article will say like, love him, love him, love him or hate him. This is a great article. Yeah. Right. It. So it's they might not like his personality, uh, but that's something else that's super important with your brand awareness is what is your what do you want your brand to be? What do you want your culture to be? Because it is about you and it's about the culture inside of your business and the people that are a part of that culture. So you can't really tag on anybody else with that. You got to be who you guys are, who, who, who your people are, and you'll attract the right kind of people to your culture if your brand awareness is right. And if your social awareness is right, and there there might be, right, we already know that half the people in the country like one thing and the other half think it's opposite. It's just, right? So 
there's a whole market of people out there that will like you. And then there's also a whole market of people that might not like you. But that's okay. If you have good brand awareness, you're going to attract all the right people to your business. Yeah, and the, one of the big things about it, attracting the right people is understanding who you want to attract. Because if you ultimately try to sell everything to everyone, like people say, what's, who's your product for? And they say, well, everybody. Well, okay, so your product's for nobody. Right. So you need to say, okay. And we can take care of kids and adults and yeah. we could sell this and we could sell that. For all the people. And so you need to ultimately say, okay, these are my best clients or these are the ideal people that I would like to bring in. This is what they look like. This is how they interact with people. This is who they are. So it's more than just mom ages 15 to 20 or 34 to 44. And those are blanket demographics. So you should have those, but you also need to know, okay, mom goes to Dairy Queen every Sunday with the kids and has ice cream. Mom, it goes, mom's kids are all in soccer. They're, they're soccer kids. They're running around. Uh, dad works over at the, the hardware store or whatever. You need to know what these people do and what their lives look like at the same time, because what you're going to do with that is you take your content and the information you put out and you build a culture around exactly what they're doing and what they live and how their lifestyle is. And so if it's talk to those people, if it's mom at the soccer field with the kids hanging out with the other moms, okay, your content is maybe a piece is something that's highly relatable. So it's a mom at the soccer field talking to moms and then all of a sudden your things there, but you don't actually have to sell it because they see it and they say, that's me, that's relatable. That's what I, that's what I do. And so that's ultimately paying attention, building the culture of caring saying like you actually pay attention to them. You care about what they're doing and you want them to connect with you. And it's ultimately a, a project of connection. How do you connect with people on an emotional level and make them truly care about your brand, what it represents and what it does? And the easiest way to do that is from the relationship marketing side. Connect with your current people. And then make sure that as you're connecting with your current people and talking to your current people, you can then target your former people and your future people with the same content. And that's all. It's what it's all about. Is they just want to see real people. That's why people watch Jersey Shore and all that nonsense. Yeah. They just want to be a part of it. They want to feel like part of the story. They want to see the real stuff. Yeah. They don't want to see your produced perfect world stuff. They they need to relate to you. And we'll hear that a lot. It's like, you know, why'd you why'd you decide to work with Out of the Cave Media? Oh, you said this one thing, and it really really hit home with me. Well. I, I said it or Chandler said it probably because we were just talking and sharing thoughts and interacting. And, and that's, where you, that's where you really connect with people. And it's not, you know, if you're just talking to people, you're not really connecting. To yeah. People. And this is where brand becomes so important because people are, people are tired of being sold crap. People are tired of being sold based off like lies and the perfect world and the perfect environment. And people are more interested in feeling like they have a, a piece in the brand or a stake in the brand and they want to feel connected to it. And they ultimately want that brand to feel like it's speaking directly to them. And that's why it's so important to focus on the relationship marketing or that like the customer centric and customer driven environment, because if you don't, nobody's going to know who you are. Nobody's going to care. And, and if you can't get people to care about you, you're not going to be able to build something that's very big. And that's what we want. We want that culture of caring. And if to, the way you do that is you learn who people are, you understand how they live, you understand what they want, and you understand what their pains. And then you you cater your content around that specifically. So that way, when they see it, they feel like you're speaking directly to them. And you're not doing this. So it looks like it, it's you're not doing this in a fake way either. You're doing this like realistically. So you're showcasing what's going on, why what you're doing matters and why it helps and what it's going to do for them. And 
that's what's going to make them feel connected because they're always going to see that. And that's why, like you're saying, reality TV is so, so popular. If you just did a reality show on your business and you showed what's go, what goes on every day, people would watch that show because people want to see. Oh, it'd be, it'd be lights out. The best thing that happened in your area. Yeah. People just if want you to did see, a reality show. They want to see what's happening behind the scenes. They want to see what's going on. They, they want to see just the inner workings and they want to see the everyday lifestyle. And even if you did right. at, in the break room, you did five minutes live in the break room and it just recorded what everybody was doing. Everybody would watch that segment because it's live and it's real. Yeah. And so something else, I mean, I, I'd challenge anybody to, to come back at us with this, but I, I think it's more affordable long-term for your business to make sure that you put a, a lot more effort in upfront with relationship marketing and brand awareness and doing that right and tying it to your client base and to your story. And, you know, it's going to, it's going to accomplish a lot, right? So it's going to accomplish uh, taking care of existing clientele, uh, making them feel like they're part of your brand and your story. Uh, and it's, it's going to, it's going to help grow your awareness. What so makes it a lot easier in the long run to actually target and talk to more people because you're growing your base. And ultimately you won't have to spend as much ongoing long-term marketing dollars because you did such a good job uh, internally on brand awareness and, and tying it to your overall operation. Uh, it, it, it's definitely, it, it's hard because it is a longer term game. And a lot of the time companies, uh, they wait too long or uh, they don't plan on it. And everyone's reactive where they're like, oh, I need business now. So if I give you a thousand dollars, how much can I get return on that now? Whereas you should look at it as it's a 12 month investment, but in 12 months, my business is going to be in much better shape for the long haul. Yeah, that's it. And that's the ultimate long-term game. If you want to be in a long-term business environment, which everybody does, everybody wants to survive, you need to make sure you always stay relevant in your market. And it comes down to ultimately always focusing on building brand awareness and having someone, whether it's you or you hire someone to be a brand manager and to tell you whether or not the direction you're going coincides with what your culture is and where you want to be and how you want to get there, because it's easy for you to fall off track and head off somewhere else when you see a competitor do something. But if you have a brand manager telling you, hey, wait, let's look at this. Let's see what the big picture looks like. Does it make sense if we veer off or should, do we need to uh, stay on course? Which one makes more sense? And then you have basically your little your little buddy in your corner telling you yes or no, whether or not we should do it. Everybody has a brand manager. Dan's my little yeah. buddy. Please for life, yo. For real, though. I play it. So I, we, without the K, like our, our flagship thing is brand management. And it's it's probably the my favorite part is uh, is taking an individual business and and having them become unique in their market and uh, I, we love just interacting with that and seeing the growth of it uh, making the adjustments uh, and we really love seeing people light up and uh, from ownership to employees when they get involved in it and uh, they really you know everyone it seems like everybody really takes personal ownership in a company's brand and their identity in the local market when you when you involve them that way. It's so cool. Yeah, it's huge. And everybody knows what you're doing. You're differentiating yourself. It's it's incredible right. how much different, even in a crowded market, how much different you can make yourself just by simply showcasing your culture. Hey, we got a question from... Well, crowded market's only crowded because it's everyone's saying the same stuff and doing the same stuff. If, if, you're, if you're... There was that thing, marching by a different beat. Yeah. If you do your own thing and you're excellent at it and you have your own culture and your own identity, 
there is no other market. You'll own the market locally. Everyone will then, they don't know. Like if you, if you have brand, like say the people that are working with us, you have a brand manager, you have people that are just focusing and helping you craft this thing locally. Then, you know, we'll see screenshots of, uh, look at this is, this is what they posted from a business just like ours down the street. Why do you think they're posting something similar to what you're doing? It's because they're copying you. So now they're following you. Now you own the market. You're, you're dictating what happens in the market. Yeah, and you become the leader in what you're doing. And by the time everybody else catches up to you, you've already pivot shifted and adjusted what you're doing to be something entirely different. And so they're always behind. So you don't have to pay attention to them because they're always paying attention to you. So I just wanted a big, huge shout out to Joe Morris. <laughs> Did you so he just read the comments. <laughs> John Lithgow is the guy in the plane. I will find it now. <laughs> Now you're set. It's exciting when the listeners know. I can't wait to watch that episode again. <laughs> now you're gonna have to do it right after this. Yep. Yep. Another shout out. I might have. I'm gonna have to. Joe's a champion. So remind me of this, Chan. I want to send Joe Morris a t-shirt. Yeah, or get him a cookie and an avocado as well. That's my favorite. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has been fun. Good stuff, man. Yep. If you guys have questions, as always, post them in the comments. Or if you're listening to this, just shoot us an email, hello at ootcmedia.com. See ya. Later.